Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke. Please give me five stars on Apple. Are you a white woman who's gotten over her Trump derangement syndrome? Because what you really want to do is protect your child? Coming up today on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Yesterday they had uh, the governor election in Virginia and the Republican uh, Youngkin. It was Youngkin versus McAuliffe. So Youngkin, the Republican, won. And Virginia is... They're quite blue. I think they went for Biden over Trump by maybe 10 points. Like 54 to 44 or something. And so no one thought that the Republican guy would have a chance. I guess Youngkin, he's a he's like a hedge fund guy or something. Like ultra rich, I don't know. $100 million, unless it's more. But so it was kind of interesting to, whatever, to see what the two groups campaigned on and then to get the uh, result that no one predicted. Like, you know, you probably could have bet money on the Republican guy. It's easy to bet money on politics if you want, just like sports. Go online, just do a search. Whatever. And a month ago, or especially a couple months ago, if you would have bet money on the Republican, you would have gotten a real nice payout. It was considered very unlikely. So basically, the Democrat, I mean, I mean, obviously, they're out there giving their stump speech. They got a policy position on a hundred things. But basically, what the Democrat ran on was Trump derangement syndrome. Like, you know, hey, hey, Virginia voters, don't you hate Trump? If you hate Trump, vote for me. That was basically it. If you hate Trump, vote for me. Like Biden and Obama, you know, went and gave speeches in support of him. I think Biden's speech, he mentioned, he said the word Trump 24 times, for instance. So basically, that was the whole Democrat scenario was anti-Trump. And whatever. I think that a lot of people won. You know, just one year ago, Biden won on an anti-Trump, you know, platform and people all across America won on that so I mean it's not a it's not a stupid it's not a stupid thing to do it was it was the winning position just a little while ago don't you hate Trump Trump derangement syndrome but here we are you know we're I guess one year after Trump and uh, 10 months after January 6th and uh, apparently the the voters in in Virginia are getting over it you know and they are the Virginia is like the suburb of Washington, D.C. All right, so that was the Democrat policy thing. Pretty pretty simple. <laughs> Not too complicated. Didn't work. Now, Youngkin, the Republican, he had to... I mean, you know, what, what do I know? This is what the political pundits are saying, and it sounds about right to me. But he had to kind of thread a needle. Like, he got Trump's endorsement, but he never had Trump come to Virginia to give a speech in support of him. Because in Virginia, you know, people who love Trump, I mean, they really love Trump. And, you, and, you know, if you're a Republican, you got to get them to vote for you. But you got to get some other people to vote for you, too. You can't just can't just win with Trump voters. Kind of like how Trump lost last time. And so this guy, he just, he threaded the needle. He's like, he, he accepted Trump's ador- endorsement, did not have Trump come and help him. And I think he just, I think he kind of just avoided talking about Trump. Basically, you know, if someone pinned him down, it's like, you know, are you, you know, do you want Trump's voters to vote for you? He's like, hell yeah. But he's like, you want to talk about Trump anymore? He's like, no, no, let's talk about uh, jobs or whatever. 
okay. So both the Democrat and the and the Republican both said, "Oh, they're, you know, their number one priority is jobs." But I mean, you know, everyone says that. No one does nothing, so that doesn't count. So what did the Republican do? He did education, and when he means, and you know, and by that he means, basically, don't uh, be doing critical race theory and trans bathroom stuff in schools. And but once again, he didn't say it like he didn't say it like that. So the, you know, the way you say that in a nice way is you say that I think parents should be able to have input on the way that their children are educated. And then all the parents who think that critical race theory is a racist idea where teachers tell the white kids in their school that they're racist, which is what it is, then they know, oh, well, yeah, you're like, I'm a parent. I know I don't want my kid being told that he's a piece of crap because he's white. So if you say you want parent input, then I, you got my vote, and I know why. And then also, I mean, this might, it's probably the thing that put him over the top, or, well, anyways, helped put him over the top was it was, you know, just in this last month, there was the revelation that one in a Virginia high school had a boy in a skirt rape a girl, 14-year-old girl, uh, in a bathroom. And so anyone, any parent who's against boys in skirts going into girls' bathrooms knows that when you say, yeah, I want parents to have input on how their kids are educated, they're like, okay, sweet. I mean, my input is no more boys in skirts in girls' bathrooms. I guess. So basically, I mean, I've only ever voted for Democrats my entire life. I mean, when I vote. In fact, I just missed my little, my little local election yesterday. I could have voted for money to go towards a dog pound, but I didn't do it. It won anyways. What was the other thing? It was more money for the cops. I actually filled out the ballot. I just didn't. <laughs> I just didn't put it in the mail. Uh, I said yes for more money for the cops. I said no to more money for the dog pound, and I said no to more money to the firefighters. But anyways, they all won by a landslide. So I guess there we go. You know, it's property taxes. That's basically all you get around here. You get. Do you want to have your property taxes increased to pay for fire, police, and dog pound? And then they do it for in five-year increments. And so every five years, they ask you again, do you still want to have firemen, police, and dog pounds? And uh, you know, lately they say yes. This is two times in a row that they've said yes. For like 40 years, it was always no. But anyways, now it's always yes. And I was basically flipping a coin on my choices there. I didn't have strong feelings on any of them. But so anyways, like I say, I'm always a Democrat, but I actually enjoyed uh, this Republican winning in Virginia, the governorship. Because basically it was, it was woke versus anti-woke. It was, you know, do you have crazy Trump derangement syndrome people versus, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't falsely accuse people of being racist. And maybe we should look into this transgender thing a little bit more. I mean, you know, everyone should be able to live their life and be free of discrimination and whatnot, but anyways, you probably should look into this a little bit more. Yeah, as a reminder, the problem with transgender stuff is that young girls are, whatever, thinking they're trans when they're not, and then they're, and then some of them are taking hormones and whatnot and can never have a kid, and then they're like, grow up, and they're like, oh my god, what did I do? Other than that, it's fine. If you're an adult, you know, who cares?
Uh, and I should add, you know, so how did, who voted, who changed their votes from like the way they, from the Biden-Trump vote last year? The answer was white women. Like how did Biden win when Hillary Clinton lost? That was white men, like a decent chunk of white men switched to Biden. And that's how Biden got in. And then now how does, because you know, like if you're a hardcore Republican or a hardcore Democrat, you just vote that way every time. But someone, someone votes this way sometimes and that way the other time. And the answer was, in Virginia, it was white women. I mean, I think that kind of makes sense to me. Uh, I don't know. White women have Trump, Trump derangement syndrome, probably worse than any other demographic. But uh, maybe the only thing that Trump's... Huh, Trump's. The only thing that, you know, will convince you to get over your Trump derangement syndrome is your kids being miseducated. Like, you know, women will do anything to protect their children. Mama bear, whatnot. And I haven't heard the stats on this yet, but uh, I've heard that maybe, I don't know about black people, but I think maybe brown people also went Republican this time. Like, uh, you know, Washington, D.C. is incredibly rich, right? You know, it's, it's, it's right up there with Manhattan and San Francisco now. It's a really, really rich city. And uh, Virginia has one of the, has the richest and the most educated uh, county in America, Loudoun County. That's where the girl got raped in the bathroom. But anyways, they've got a lot of, like, Asian and, you know, East Asian and South Asian people, you know, highly educated people who moved to D.C. to whatever, defense contractor or whatnot. And so those people, they're not woke. You know, they're not like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll vote any way you want. If you, you know, just don't call me racist. They're like, hey, I got brown skin. Your, you know, your, your false accusations of racism can, whatever, get stuffed. And what I really want is I want a hell of a good education for my kid. You know, I came to America or my parents came to America because this is the place where you can succeed. This is where you can get a hell of a good education. I think the, the best high school in America, Thomas Jefferson High School, is in Virginia. So, I mean, anyways, those people... I think, well, we don't know for sure. The only stats I know for sure are white women, but I have a feeling that a lot of brown people also switched. And, you know, and maybe black people too. Black people are like, they're also not afraid of being called racist, and so we'll vote whichever way they want. So we'll, we'll see how that stuff goes. I'm hoping that black and brown really switch to Republican this time, because woke white liberals are... You know, they pretend that they're speaking on behalf of black and brown people and that you got to do what they say because of that. And that's the thing that I find the most annoying. So I'd like them to get stuffed. Oh, I should mention, so Youngkin, the Republican, what was his position on uh, whether or not the election was stolen from Trump? I think he, you know, I think personally he doesn't believe it one iota, but... Uh, I think maybe he would kind of generally just dodge that question. I think, you know, I think, you know, that's the way forward for Republicans is dodge that question. And I guess he went to a rally that was in support of Stop the Steal or whatever. And, uh, like, why'd you go to that rally where they think that the election was stolen? He's like, oh, I didn't know that's what that rally was about. So that was his answer on that. All right. And the other important issue that, or could have been important, was COVID, and I think 
you know, but basically a year ago when Biden and when Biden was winning and a lot of other people were winning, it was because Democrats are favored highly uh, on COVID over Republicans. But apparently, uh, at least Virginia voters are kind of over COVID. Or they're, they're over COVID telling them how to vote, which I think it's about time. All right, I'm listening to some stats. Basically, it answers the questions I had earlier in the episode. Uh, mea culpa, I could have just told you without... Well, there you go. Now you know the things I was wondering, and then now I can tell you some of the answers. So Hispanics voted for the Republican 54 to 45. And he got 13% of the black vote, so... And I think... Whatever, I think blacks normally vote like maybe 7% for Republicans. I mean, they just don't vote Republican. They think Republicans are racist, uh, with some justification. But anyways, 13% of the blacks, which is more than normal, but no giant swing. But, so, Virginia is like a bellwether state. Like, the way they go, America a lot of times also goes. And so, if, and Hispanics are obviously the... They're the increasing demographic. They're moving in every day. Um, if Hispanics go Republican, it's going to make things quite interesting. I wish you knew the Asian and East Asian and South Asian, but oh well. Some more info. So the thing that McAuliffe really, the Democrat McAuliffe really messed up on was he, uh, in a debate, he said parents should not be in charge of their children's education. And so, like, that's what the, whatever, they took that clip and pumped it out with the uh, political ads. And I don't think this is the part that made him lose, but it's the part that I talk about. He also said, if you mention critical race theory, you're racist. Because the current thing where you teach kids critical race theory is you say that critical race theory is not being taught in schools, and then you go teach it, and you say, if you say it, if you, if you say it's being taught in schools, then you call that person racist. You know, basically, if you're racist, if you're being racist, then you you say everyone else is, is the racist, you know. If you're being bad, you just accuse the people who are accusing you of being bad. It's, it's the oldest trick in the book, and it works great. Well, while we're talking politics, I should mention, what's the problem with the Democrats and the Republicans? The answer is, they're both against the middle class. I mean, you only got two options, so some of the middle class votes Democrat and some of the middle class votes Republican, but unfortunately, those groups are against them. And what I would like, I would like a group, you know, I would like a, a political party that is for the middle class, like just straight up, that's what they're for. You know, they're like, we're not for the poor, we're not for the rich, we're for the middle class. And if that political party existed, they would crush everyone else. But anyways, it don't. But, you know, long story short, here's how American national politics works, is that the Democrats want to take money from the middle class today and give it to poor people today. And Republicans want to lower taxes, which, the you know, what that really means is they want to give money to the rich today and make the middle class pay for it in the future. So you got take your money right now or take your money in the future. And that's your two political parties. That's your two options if you're the middle class. And then even then it's a messed up uh, 
choice because, you know, what, what I would want, like if I have, if, if you're going to take my money, then I'd rather have you take my money in the future. So that's Republicans. You're like, okay, fine. Give me a Republican because I know you're going to come take my money. So just do it in the future. But then you're like, well, if you're going to take my money, at least give it to the poor. So, you know, that that's also not... A, there you go. That's a political party that someone should create, which is, we're going to... Hey, middle class, we're going to take your money in the future, and we're going to give it to the poor now. But anyways, that's not an option. <laughs>